I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Back with episode 53, got Ben in the house. What's going on, man? 53. Things are great, man. Things are fantastic. Back to just uh, bully the block, right? One of those things. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, things are good. Innovation keeps happening. Um, I heard somebody say earlier that um, I don't. I, I, we talked about this before. I suck with the like um, bear bull talk, like that financial talk. Yeah, yeah. But like somebody was making a, a nice solid argument for where like this whole thing was never a bear market. It's just been like one of those long consolidated Consolidation. bulls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know shit about shit, but it seemed like a good argument. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I don't give a fuck. I mean, the price is, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm with you. The, the price is back in the 40K range. It's like Bitcoin isn't going back down to $20,000. Bitcoin is not going back down to $10,000. Like, we're past that. Maybe I was impressed at his uh, argument. Yeah. I don't know. Was that because, on Twitter? Yeah, it was on Twitter. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was just one of those things where I got caught up in one of the threads. And yeah. maybe, maybe he just presented, because, yeah, I usually don't care about it. It doesn't make sense to me, anyways. Plus, I'm one of those that's like, Bitcoin gonna do what it do, meaning it's unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Meaning that, like, fam, you ain't got no legs in this fight. You can't predict what's about to go down. The Bitcoin but, weatherman. But his argument made a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, the Bitcoin weatherman. <laughs> By the way, I think I saw Will Clements uh, earlier today, his first, what I would call, glimpse into shit coinery. Mm. Yeah, I was like, oh, there the Bitcoin is. crowd so, is not fucking with him. Every every time I see stuff like that, I'll you see, uh, who is it, Dergigi? And then he'll, I think he'll respond with, like, at timestamp just to, like, timestamp oh. people's stuff. So I tried moments. to do that once and then like I got lazy and it was like, uh, oh, you need to sign up for an account. Uh, service, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like, ah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's not a lot of work, but yeah, I just don't want, I don't yeah. think I would use that feature, but that would have been yeah. a great time. He said something about, and I don't even have this on the topic, so I don't even know why we're here. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> but it, he says about uh, Bitcoin wrapped the theorem. Bitcoin wrapped the theorem. That's oh, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, yeah. It's For what? I, I don't know. But the thing to me is like, does it take away that it's still Bitcoin? Uh, matter of fact, I, maybe I, I don't know shit about this. Is it, that's a badge of honor, right? Like you need my token to wrap your token and make it worth anything. That's kind of how I see well, that. Yeah, the reason it's worth is because of what's inside of it. That's what I mean. Not it's wrapped in. You know and that I mean? just sounds weird to say, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah. What's inside of this? I, I don't even right. know what that means. Like I've, nobody in my life so far has come up to me and presented me like, yo, I wrap Bitcoin because like, where's that argument at? Who, where I, are I haven't the seen anybody that? explain it. Yeah, so like, and then he was saying that like one point, and I'm off the head, 1.3% of like Bitcoin supply cap is, is wrapped. wrapped in Ethereum. So I've seen that. What the hell yeah. does that mean? Does right. that mean that what? That it's still not 21 million? Does it mean that the, you know, the the fixed supply and the halvings don't matter? What are you, what are you talking yeah. about? Why did you even bring that up? I, I think it's one of those things where <laughs> Ethereum gains relevance just because it's holding Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but all right, so like, yeah, right, we still don't, but back to, why did you bring that up? Yeah, I don't can tell you. I'm gonna go on a limb and say it's because the Bitcoiners are sick and tired of your weatherman shit. Probably. Yeah. Like just like the local weather, you know, mm. news broadcaster has to replace the weatherman every now and then. Like, fam, you've been off. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have to sit you down and get somebody else and get the pretty lady up there, whatever. Yeah, I think Will Clement is going through that phase where he's about to go to the Ethereum people and start giving Doing that. bullshit over yeah. there. I mean, uh, he's he's probably making money. 
Huh? He's probably making money. Like, nah, as an influencer, you know, you know what I mean? He's an influencer. Yeah. Hey, yeah. back to the influencer talk yeah. we have. Yeah, I, listen, I, everybody who listens to the show knows how I feel about guys like him. Um, you're making money, feed your children. I think there's a lot of, you know, mediocre ways to feed your children. And I think there's a lot of, like, more virtuous ways to do mm. so. If you have to do that and you find quick success, I think his story is the Target story, right? Like, he bounced out of Target, like, because of uh, Bitcoin. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, unless that's just a meme. But I think his <laughs> thing his thing is just he was in college. He was working in Target. Mm. Uh, he's probably going to hit us up on this. Hey, co- check me on this Will Clement. Uh, um, yeah, I think he was just working in college, whatever. And then somehow he got put on to pump somehow, mm-hmm. some way. Newsletter, maybe because of his weatherman stuff. Um, and then he he got big and got a massive following like really fast. Mm. Uh, back with the Plan B dudes and the other weathermen, like they had this little run where it was like everybody was following them for whatever reason. So and then he stuck to it. He just kept saying things and people you know people love that story. I, even me and just saying that right, that's a cool story. The homeboys in college fighting his way through gets out Bitcoin. But boy, did I hear that word Ethereum drop today. Mm. I don't even know how I saw this. Yeah, I don't know how I see McCormack stuff. I don't know how I see um, Will Clement stuff. Um, I don't know why I see Willie Woo stuff because I have those individuals blocked, not for malicious reasons, for my own purposes. Yeah, I have. So I don't know why I like, see them, but I don't see Pomp and I don't see J Will, and I have them blocked. Same way. Yeah. How are they creeping in? How does this working? I don't know. I I think you can filter out words too. You know who's creeping in there too? Laser Hoddle. I have Laser Hoddle blocked. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, and uh, he still gets in there through topics and stuff like that. Gotcha. It's weird because I don't know. I, yeah. I, on, on that, maybe this is why. Uh, I, I read this a little while ago that um, Kathy Woods for Mark dropped mad Twitter stock, like 127% Twitter stock. And then overall, Twitter stock in the that's last six a, months is has, down like 42%. That's a huge position, dude. She has a really big fund. So if you're down 42% as Twitter, like maybe stuff like this is why. I, yeah. I, 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 I like if somebody explained that process to me. I have these individuals blocked all in the say They're all really big. They're all influencers. Mm-hmm. But like it successfully can block these other two, thankfully. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but these, like the, I saw Will Clement's post today, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how? Like, mm-hmm. how did? So, anyways, I don't even want to spend the first five yeah. minutes on Will Clement. I'm actually well, mad. Spe- <laughs> speaking of uh, Pomp and Jay Williams, oh, I, I tweeted them, and I'm like, I wonder what they have to say about you know BlockFi not allowing coin joined Bitcoin or Wasabi mixed Bitcoin for someone who's trying to pay down. You did that? Did they hit you back? Um, no, no, no. So, no, they didn't hit me back. No, nobody messaged me. Obviously. Oh, okay. Um, but you tagged but, them in a post. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It, it was that Bitcoin post where this dude was like, "Hey, I I, I pledged, I think it was like six hundred grand in Bitcoin, and okay. he took a three hundred thousand dollar loan. Okay. And then with BlockFi, with BlockFi, okay. the Bitcoin price went from say sixty k to thirty k, right. and he got liquidated. I think he went to add more Bitcoin to his position so they wouldn't sell his stuff. Yeah. And because it was coin joined, they still sold his stuff. Is what I got it? from it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to pull up that Reddit thread, but he lost a lot of collateral oh. off of something like that. And the issue was that they're Boy. not accepting that. And and I've seen that a few times before, but th- bro, 300 grand, 600 grand, like that's. Well, I mean, you, you've been through this, uh, yeah. uh, through the, you can't just, they don't, you can't just deposit, deposit Bitcoin. Well, he was depositing Bitcoin. That was coin joined, so they didn't reject it. But like, um, I don't know. What I'm saying is, is like, if he found out, like, if he knew that they weren't taking that, could he have just given, Regular quote, unquote, Bitcoin. clean Bitcoin? Yeah, I think so. Okay, you could do that in that service. I've never used them for lending or whatever. So yeah, it, at it, any time, you can add collateral to the loan. Correct. Yes? Okay, correct. Cool. Okay. Um, in my understanding of his post, it was that I don't think he had, I don't think he mixed it. 
I think he bought it off someone else. Okay. So he didn't even know the like the oh, history of the UTXOs. Of so to him, he's like, hey, I've added, you know what I mean? That was the mm. gist that I got from it. So there was some chatter about that, but it's like, bro, they're a bank. They're and the feds. BlackFi should absolutely honor that in that situation. Like if they absolutely. can't prove that he coin joined it, First of all, they shouldn't block anything. Facts. That's okay, cool. But you got, you know, whatever, investors, you got a bunch of legislation. I think they're feds too. Fantastic. You got all this stuff. Cool. At the very least, you have to honor the fact that I didn't know there mm. isn't any tool that I know of for Just the average person to like filter. Like what? Transactions <laughs> on UTXOs is crazy. Yeah, BlockFi, you call them a bank. I call them dirty. I, they're just, just nasty. Um, they have just a history of nastiness. Um, so glad we're far removed from that. I actually had somebody reach out to me and was like, hey, uh, y'all have grown very far. Like y'all have come from like, you know, shout out to Pomp to, pump to basically like, oh, fuck <laughs> that. Um, that is funny. But I still think it's one of those things where it's, um, it's just growth. It's just understanding and and realizing that like, they shouldn't be playing those games, whatever the game is, whatever example you want to put with this asset, right? This is why we do Bitcoin-only companies. This is why we only advocate for Bitcoin-only companies because it can only be a Bitcoin-only company that understands this fundamentally, understands how important this is to their clients and understand that they could go back, uh, um, that they can't go back on their word when it comes to Bitcoin and have that crazy fair balance between Bitcoin is is unforgivable. Once something happens there, it happens there. So that's a very like steep edge. Like most customer services have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Johnny, reach up to the to the salary and pay this guy back or whatever just to get him off. Our, good luck doing that on Bitcoin. It just doesn't work that way. Um, C- case in point. Yeah. I sent a transaction to okay. a wallet to someone. And Come then on, I, man. Call some services <laughs> out here, man. What is it? No, what no, 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 okay. no, no. It was my bad. It was my bad. Okay. Right. I sent one transaction out. Uh, well, what to, did you use? Is what I'm asking. But oh, you don't have to send. Oh yeah, I was on um, a ledger, right? And so, mm-hmm. I sent one transaction out. I sent another transaction out. The okay. second transaction was supposed to be to another wallet of mine, and I didn't verify the address. So what happened? It just went. It went to that person. Oh. Luckily, I know them. Luckily, they were they sent it back. Um, but there is no going back. There's no stop no. button. There's no return button. There's no, no customer, customer service. <laughs> You know yeah, that's mean? a huge even one. like you can't call ledger if you send yeah. a bitcoin to the wrong address so case in point there yeah and i think uh, i guess it sounds like you do kind of what i do most of the time when we're like i guess experienced we we do take that stuff for granted um mm. i think something that's been a game changer for me is um and i think a lot of services are starting to do that strike kind of highlights it um is first five last five like that seems Smart. to be like a really good strategy to not overwhelm somebody mm-hmm. and uh, if you notice on strike when you send to an address uh, Cash App does it. Uh, I think most of them do it for the most part. They're gonna highlight the first five, the last five, and then give you the in between ones in a lighter font, mm-hmm. right? So you can tell the difference. Um, and as long as you verify that, yeah, you're safe to go. Um, meaning that the entropy cannot change at that point, either mm-hmm. from the introduction of the five to the ending of the output of the five. Um, I think that's helpful. It's helped me out. But yeah, I like it. If you send it to somebody who, I, this is the thing. It could be one number off, and that's still somebody else. Like, so it's not one of those where it could end up in like a dead end because, mm-hmm. you know, it does check some checks and it has to be a valid Bitcoin address. So if you're off by one and it's not, an, it's going to reject it. And no, no go. You can't send it. But like if you're off by a three and that happens to be somebody randomly, well, they're going to get that Bitcoin a thousand percent and there's no going back. So very strange, uh, strange situation there. But um, I kind of want to gravitate this towards hardware wallets. Let's talk about it. What'd you learn? Well, I, I, I could tell you what I know um, about hardware wallets as it stands. You know, as we all know, you know, um, 
just safety storage right like this is where the the long-term bitcoin goes behind private keys we talk about this all the time we, you talked about ledger right now we talk about code card we talk about treasures all the time and my day-to-day i have to deal with all three of those um i think they all do bitcoin signatures and transactions very well we talk about multi-sig but what i've always thought about is you buy a hardware wallet so you can either set up a multi-sig or have you know a single sig to put bitcoin away for the. this is how you hodl get the private keys, you keep it away. I never think about, and I know you can, obviously, I never think about my cold storage as a day-to-day spending device, right? Because we got phones for that. We could just send mm-hmm. through Cash App. We could do a lot of things. So the other day, I was working. I had Stefan Levera's podcast in the background. Shout out to Stefan Levera, huge fan. He had MVK on. Shout out to MVK, huge fan. Uh, well, huge fan for, <laughs> you know, for what I know. I still think he's yeah. a little trollish. And his behavior, but shout out to MVK. Product is fantastic. Company's fantastic. Um, dedicated to Bitcoin. That's fantastic. So he starts talking about the MK4. For those of you that don't know, MK3 is the current code card. Highly recommended. Uh, really good, flexible, uh, Bitcoin-only storage with a lot of features that you can really get crafty with your security with. That's actually what they pride themselves in, and it's clever ways to be secure. Um, for a long time, they've been teasing and showing glimpses of the MK4. MK4 looks really good, looks stunning. Um, he he was on the interview with Stefan talking about the MK4. More RAM. I, I don't think a lot of people understand this. Um, I actually go through this in day-to-day. So what I didn't know is if you have a lot of UTXOs, if you have a complicated transaction, so you have a shitload of UTXOs and maybe they're multi-sig, they're coming from a multi-sig, the code card can actually crap out while signing the transaction. Terrifying. What happens? <laughs> Um, th- there is ways around it. Yeah. There's neither here nor there. That's a different rabbit hole. Um, so it's your Bitcoin is safe. It's okay. there. It's one of those situations though where it could be nerve wracking to you if you see an error from your code card saying, I can't do this. Mm. So interesting, the the MK3, if you have a lot of UTXOs and you have a big transaction, struggles, and this isn't just a code card thing, this is a treasure, this is a, a device thing. They struggle with signing big transactions because they don't have enough RAM. So MVK is talking about like they went from like, I don't know the exact number, but he's like, we went from like five megabits of RAM to like 5,000 megabits Sweet. of RAM. Like we have this level now where yeah. it's gone. So it's an overall improvement across the board, better materials, better uh, uh, screen, uh, buttons are better. A lot of people complain about how tacky the buttons are in cold mm-hmm. cards, um, things like that. Uh, USB-C, USB-C, Ooh, USB-C. <laughs> um, that's huge in my opinion. Um, but, you know, NFC. Mm. NFC to go non... NFC what? is inside the MK4. Okay. All right. By the way, listen to this podcast because they have a few products. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, they have a... Uh, um, I don't know the exact name, but they have a smart card that's NFC, so you can I've do seen those. fast. Uh, they have the new generation of open dimes that are coming out. So, like, it's a very fascinating. But let's go back to the MK4. So, the MK4, as MBK was explaining, is, is this type of situation now where, like, you know, think about what a wallet is right now. You have it in your back pocket. You pull this thing out. You pull fiat dollars out of it or you pull your debit cards out of it and you whatever. What happens to the day when I could just have a code card to simply pull it out and tap on that NFC panel and keep it walking? And pay through lightning. I mean, I don't think it has the lightning capability, but like like the settlement of the Bitcoin transaction or being able to have that. And and that's between like you and a store, like a merchant? Yeah, you and a store. Now, somebody would be saying, well, I don't want to do this or whatever, or you want to do lightning or whatever. So what if I grab this other product that they got this card and I grab my hard storage and I tap that up and now I have lightning ability instantly on the fly. Yes, you can do this from your phone and we're going to talk about cash app in a little bit. Yes, you can do that, whatever. 
but why can't you have a cold storage that sits in a safe that sits hidden very well? And why can't you have a storage that replaces your wallet in your pocket now? No, I agree with you. I, I like the idea. It's like having a, a, you know, a Bitcoin card. Yeah. That replaces yeah, your credit with card. the security of a hardware wallet, because maybe Fine. these, you know, smaller cards don't have the security. They have to have stripped down OSs because mm-hmm. they need to be basic. And and actually, I think he talks about this, um, how like the it's new brilliant. Open Dime can't have the software that a cold card has because it doesn't have the components for it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, yeah, I was just like, wow, to have the security of Bitcoin 100% foolproof on a device that I could walk around now and because of NFC be able to tap. By the way, it generates QR codes, right? It, mm-hmm. it does various different things that he even sounded excited about. But it blew my mind because once again, at the current state, a hardware wallet is hide that bitch, keep it safe. It's a vault that you just got to hide. It's a vault. Yeah. Damn it. Now this you're is going to change the damn game. Yeah. This is going to change the damn game because you now you can bring Bitcoin security on the fly, on the go. I thought it was a great conversation. I'm like excited that. from the MK4. I think it's supposed to be 150. The current one is 120. Not bad. I, I think it's in that area. Yeah, no, inflation. And and he has gone, you know, it's an update. verbatim saying, yeah, like we've yeah. gone across the board and just amped this thing up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I what I was curious about the conversation, what was intriguing about this conversation is how excited they were about NFC. Now, mind you, I'm an NFC user since gang, uh, um, gang, Samsung Galaxy S on Verizon. Like a very long, like when like you would show up to McDonald's, you would tap this thing, and they didn't even know why you wanted to tap that. Yeah, like yeah, just grab my phone. It's okay. Just just put it right mm-hmm. there. It's gonna pay for it. And they're like, what? Like that's not gonna. So like to see this type of level of sophistication, it is freaking insane. What a great conversation. Bitcoin only companies support only Bitcoin only companies. Um, I thought it was fascinating. I think it's what's about to come is game changing. The new open dime sounded dope. I don't know much about that. Um, yeah, what do those cost? I think the basic ones are cheap. I never bought one. I'll be yeah. honest here. So I, I don't know. I think they're cheap though. Like you know. And then he did say like, hey, we like making those because we're Bitcoin like fiends and like we like to do this. But like we also have to make products that run a business that scale. And these mm-hmm. open dimes are not going to scale a business. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I respect that stuff, but. Very exciting stuff coming in the space. And he was talking about how like this empowers other developers to be able to do similar stuff. Um, so I'm excited about it. MK4. He didn't give a time frame for it. Um, this isn't an ad. Uh, but he talked about a lot of different things on that. But check out that Stefan Levera podcast. But in the continuation of this market that's about to show up and that MVK was kind of hinting at and this NFC tap and this flexibility, Cash App Lightning, man. Why don't I have that update? Come on. I don't either. I have a scary answer for you that I don't know if it's true and I'm working on figuring it out. But I saw somebody else post that they were locked out because of a restriction thing. Mm. I hope that's not happening here in Massachusetts. Nor do I see why that would make any sense. And they would have to explain that to me. Why can I do Bitcoin and not do Lightning? That's trash. I'm pulling up the open dime. These these look fire. Orange open dimes. Oh, yeah. It's like a USB. It's a great device. Three pack, 59 bucks. 20 bucks. 59 bucks, bucks. yeah. I I figured they were 20 bucks. Yeah, and they're basically like flexible private keys. So you load them up, you hand them out. Dude has them on a necklace. Yeah, you got to move them. You got to move them over. Um, You you know, you you don't want to leave it on the open dime forever, of course. But yeah, he speaks about that. It's a hot wallet. Right? It, it is like a one-use hot wallet. Right? Okay, like once, that's what I thought yeah, I was right. one time you yeah, use. Um, and I've never used one, so I'm just speaking out of what I've heard. But yeah, gotcha. I, I know it's a great product, but he has a, a newer version coming out. They have three products coming out, which is really cool. cool. Not to mention their clock. Their clock is still one of the greatest. Which What's the name of it? Uh, I think it's like the big clock or something like that. I don't it's, know. It's, it's expensive, right? It's about 300 bucks. Okay. Yeah, stack sets. Yeah. Well, and I was going to mention that as we were talking about hardware devices, thinking through like, all right, how much is too much for a hardware device? 
like imagine like a luxury hardware device is that five hundred dollars i mean the person who depends on the services meaning like who's cell phone friendly cash app apple Mm -hmm. whatever they do or whatever they're gonna say that a hundred bucks is way too expensive but the person that cares for bitcoin security will pay i think up to 200 250 bucks for a device yeah i think so yeah especially if it's doing different things right like he sold that mk4 as you can use it as a safe as a oh but this is what we're really excited about. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't have to use You can use it multifaceted, right? right? Like, it could be one of those things. Yeah. Um, and if you know how to wipe your devices and do these things, you may even be able to live off both lifestyles off of one device. If mm-hmm. you prepare yourself good enough, like, keep your private keys for your safe really private. Uh, and then just roll around with that hot wallet, hot mm-hmm. cold wallet, right, on that. And, and like I said, I don't think you want to be tapping that everywhere if their smart card can do that. But I'm pretty sure that card is going to have limitations just because it can't pack an OS. What the hell is that little car going to be able to do processing wise and all this other stuff wise? Right. It's going to be like you have to load it up before you go. Mm-hmm. Before you go to El Salvador, you better load up this little thing. Exactly. But That's what I, I was thinking. It'd be good for like international travel. Yeah, but if I got this yeah. damn hot coke card on me or whatever, yeah. man, I just load up whenever I want and have the security of Bitcoin running on a what sounds like a highly polished chipset. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I you know, we don't have heroes here, right? So yeah. like, if this coke card ends up coming out and being a dud. Whoops. E- even if it's a dud, I still like the direction that it's going in. You well, I mean? I, the trend, right? Let's go back to the Cash App Lightning. It's the trend that's happening here. It's now Bitcoin is being opened up to simplicity, mm-hmm. right? And, and when it opens up to simplicity, even the stubborn people have to pay attention because now you cannot use the argument that is too complicated. Right. And we're reaching that crevice with value for value. We're reaching that crevice with a lot of things. A lot of people are basically were always under the impression was like, hey, fam, I love the value to value thing, but eh, it's just too complicated. To, even though Fountain makes it easy. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's compli- What's so hard about grabbing your cash app, loading up your Fountain wallet or whatever Breeze wallet and then rolling with that? It's not It's getting that wall is getting thinner. So now even the stubborn people have to pay attention. I don't have cash app Lightning. I don't have it either. I tried from the Bitcoin browser. It tells me that I need a valid Bitcoin address. Cool. Now I saw the I think it's their um uh their project manager over there for that post and I noticed in his video that he did it from the main screen which is the green screen usually mm. uh from the right and just scanned the QR code. So this is the only way I've tested it. I've gotten a fountain invoice, a QR code. Um I can't scan my own phone, so I've just gotten that picture on a different device like my laptop. Opened up Cash App, went to it, scanned it. It looks like it picks it up. It just goes black. And then it mm. goes back to the main screen. Nothing happens. No processing. And I've also seen people get greeted with a prompt that says, hey, lightning's enabled. Fire. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, I haven't got that prompt. Yeah, you mentioned you're, th- you're thinking certain states won't have access to it right now. I saw somebody post that. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't dig deeper into it. I yep. was kind of doing that. Like, I hope this is not us. But like, why? Why? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. New nope. York, I get. They're tight, right? The, that that, holds- th- that's what I was going to say. New York is usually heavily regulated in a nah, few yeah. other states where like you can't get certain stock trading apps and certain things. But But why? Why lightning? Yeah, hopefully that rolls out soon, man. Yeah, I'm, hopefully it does. They're saying it's live to everybody. That's why I'm a little bit puzzled. And that, you know, I, I, I saw the post and I saw your tweet and I responded to it. Bro, I, did, I did my due diligence. <laughs> updated my app. I actually reached out to the terrible customer service. Mind you, Cash App, we are fans of Cash App. Mm-hmm. Service is trash. It's just like that person that greets you up front can't pretend to know what they're doing. If they're going to be the handoffer person, they need to behave as such. Meaning that they'll take you down a trail of conversation just to basically say they're going to forward your information to somebody else. Yeah. Something has to, there's a lot of friction there, right? Why can't the person that's servicing me all the way to the, my solution be the guy that's talking to me on the messenger? Mm-hmm. Like, why is there a handoff here? You know, whatever. Anyway, let's not get into that situation. But 
So I did my due diligence and I actually asked them and they I'm supposed to hear back via email after this long thread, but I did everything that they asked me to do. They asked me to like delete the app and, and uh, uh, install it again. I had to do that a few months ago for another feature. That's weird. Yeah, I forgot what it was. So That's I was like, I was, I was cool with that because yeah. actually on iPhone, at least um, when you reload the app, everything comes back. You don't have to do like the sign in stuff. So gotcha. I, I'm not too mad at doing that. I did that. They told me just force close the app. I did that. I did a few things, right? Yeah. Because I'm excited for this feature. Um, nothing. Yeah, nothing. I, I updated my app. Nothing on mine. Yeah, no, they told me that. Update the app and update yeah. your OS. Both up to date. Yeah. I, I hope this comes to us um, because I do like Strike. Um, by the way, the <laughs> if you're buying a few hundred dollars, um, like a big amount uh, um, of Bitcoin, just do the Strike to Cash app thing. Like, it, it would save you Oh, so much money. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I don't use any other exchange besides, I guess, Cash App, if you want to call them. They are an exchange. I, so I, I haven't, I don't use anything else, so I can't compare prices. But like, I'm talking about like $9, $10 differences in what you would pay by just paying a very low minor fee, uh, sending to a, to, to a Bitcoin address, than it is to go to Cash App and pay whatever the fee is. And that $5, $10 fee. And I think Cash App is on the lower side of the coin basis of the world. I don't use those mm-hmm. services. I don't know. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... I keep harping on that. Try it. Try it. Like, I think two things will keep me on strike for, you know, the long haul. And it's, you know, the really cool partnerships they do pay with Moon 5%, like rewarding me for using it. I love that. I think that's fantastic. And being able to send Bitcoin as long as I'm willing to cover the minor fee to any Bitcoin address. If they do that, they're going to keep me for the long haul. I know other companies can do that too, but I love that. Um, But yeah. Go get a strike app if you don't have one by now. It's useful for other things too. But like send to a Bitcoin address and get your money's worth, man. These exchanges are eating you and there's no reason for them to eat you besides you just don't know how to do it. Yeah. I I get that. Yeah. I mean, when I spent, when I bought a lot of coin, it was, I was going through Coinbase. Yeah. um, That's tough. And it was just like fees, 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 fees. So you do that over, you know, a long period of time. It's like you can have more coin. Yeah. Um. I, I was explaining the uh the, the minor fee to Giovanni, and it was just like, yeah, there's like no fee. This is the minor fee. This is how miners get paid. Um, and it's uh it's intricate, man. Yeah, it's 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 important. Everybody has a job to do, and if you do it well, you you're, get your incentive for exactly. it. Exactly. It's a very fantastic system, of course. Um, but yeah, well, uh, you know, we're big fact, big Cash App fans. Before we move on, but I don't know what's going on. Uh, if you are listening to the show, by the time you listen to this episode, if you find the solution, hit us up. I yeah, mean, let I, us know. Does I have no idea. But either way, even if we're not for us, kudos to the people that have gotten onboarded to Lightning literally overnight. Mm-hmm. Literally overnight, you have the ability. This is what I... I and I'm, it's easy. It's not that it's easy as like, you know, like, because people are like, oh, yeah, but like, because apps like Cash App make it inst- look instantaneously. Mm-hmm. So people are like, ah, I can send free out that for... Yeah, th- the thing is, is that like, I can send pennies if I want. This is the thing that you're not like most people don't get. Like if I want to give you a nickel, good luck doing that on a Visa network. Mm-hmm. Good luck doing it on only even Cash App is gonna tell you one dollar minimum. Mm-hmm. One dollar minimum for and even that I, I don't even think they're making any money off that dollar. But one dollar minimum. Yeah, you know, the fact that I can say, hey man, why don't I stream? You know, why don't I load up fifty cents and stream my favorite podcaster five sats a, a minute and let that kind of sit there for a little bit. Good luck. And now Cash App, literally overnight, your Cash App that's sitting on your phone now activated that potential to the masses. Um, back to the trend of the show. This is the new phase that we're going into. Terminals, acceptance, NFC tapping, 
Uh, it's super exciting. I'm super excited. Excited. Um, and that Cash App Lightning got me excited because I heard the MK4 conversation. And now my brain is just thinking of really cool ways. I know this sucks because I, you know, I hot or whatever, but like really cool ways of spending my Bitcoin. Like I'm like, yo. And then especially if you could do the strike thing, which is like, all right, maybe I don't spend my Bitcoin, but I could turn this dirty money into cool Bitcoin that I could mm-hmm. just start tossing around and, and tipping people with and doing stuff like that. Boy, it's about to get fun, man. We're, we're still not at the point where your server has a QR code, where your yeah, favorite man. mural has a QR code, where your flight attendant has a QR code. Uh, where every, I mean, we were in the airport recently, and someone was playing music, and it's like, "Where's your QR code?" You know, I, mean, I can yeah. just boom, tap that, pay that, and and nobody have control of that QR code, right? Right, right. like I, we're gonna talk about it later, but like say, uh, like the Canadian truckers and that mm-hmm. whole situation, like, you know, permissionless money. GoFundMe had that problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even if GoFundMe had control of that QR code, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And like you saying, being able to just be like, "No, I'm gonna create this QR code off my own, off my own private keys, off my own property, off my own, and I'm gonna display it for you to be able to say." Hey, hey, hey! This money's gonna go to Ben. This this money's not gonna go to like you know Spotify, no, no, Anchor, no third party, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's awesome because ultimately, uh, I know there's a lot of evil going on in the news and you know day to day stuff and mm. people are having a hard. But ultimately, I think people when they know they're like doing something and you're solid and you're good behalf, feel really good about that. Absolutely, I, I think that's gratifying. Absolutely. So, we haven't been able to do that with money for a while because yeah. now it's like, yeah, I want to give you know Ben fifty bucks. But ultimately, since I only got fifty bucks, he's gonna get forty two fifty. Like, and then and then is the weird conversation to explain to Ben. Like, yeah, but, hey man, I wanted to give you fifty, but you know, forty two. But like, why? Why did you take that eight dollars away from Ben when I just wanted to do a solid for Ben? I do a lot of transactions overseas, man, and a lot of them. If I'm spending two fifty, the fee's like eight bucks. So you got to overpay, right? Because, I got to overpay because yeah, they yeah. want to get their flat back. So you could do right. it that route too. But right. if I only have fifty bucks, man, yeah, how Problem. weird of a gift is forty two fifty? When it could have just been a nice fifty, like imagine getting a gift card and homeboy tells you, "Yo, that's forty two. That's forty two fifty, bro. You can't go." It doesn't make any damn sense, yeah. right? So like that's what's happening here. So like people, you're right. Cash App makes it look instantaneous in the background. You can send your favorite OnlyFans star five bucks right off the rip. It happens off the rip. But damn, you can't send them five cents per second of watching their film. Yeah. Damn, I'm giving OnlyFans a love I, here too. I, like, it, damn. I love all y'all ideas. Yeah, I love the idea of Fountain App saying like you can stream money at certain moments in the episode. You know, well, what that's I mean? not a Fountain App thing, but yes, their but, implementation yeah. uh, is really good. But that's what it's about. It's yeah. like these apps since Sphinx early on have given you the option and the full control to pick like the threshold, uh, the timing. If it's mm-hmm. just a one-time donation or if it's constant, and because of Lightning, there really is no limit. Yeah, like you could do. We're, we're talking about pennies because I think that's impressive, right? Uh, but like I, I could send you 500 bucks over lightning right now and it's going to happen instantaneously for dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. By the way, when I learned about the the, the strike to Bitcoin uh, uh, thing, I, what I was doing was strike to lightning. So I would go to MUN and then for MUN, I, I, but then I either it's not much of a change or not much. I, I just figured if I just timed the mempool, it wouldn't matter if it's on chain or lightning because I got low time preference in that sense and it's going to be cheap regardless. So I just stopped doing it that way. But that's how I even figured out. Oh, crap. Like, this is a good idea to just send to a Bitcoin wallet address that belongs to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying myself at a miner's, if the mempool is low, miner's dirt fee. Like, I've, cents. many times I've spent 500 bucks and have paid uh, um, 499.90 to like get this Bitcoin. Like, that means 10 cents to pay for that Bitcoin. And if I mock it up in Cash App at some point, I don't know, off the head, it was a while ago, but uh, it'll probably be like they take $8 in fees. Let's keep using that $8 yeah. number, right? 
So it's just, you just got $8 in sats back for sending money to yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand the power of that. But the reverse power of that, hey, man, if I only think that the content is worth 25 cents or if I only tune in for 25 cents worth of time, that's cool, man. I don't need a dollar minimum. I, mm-hmm. I'll give you 25 cents and I'll keep it I'll keep it moving. And I could let you know it's me, but I could also just keep it moving and just like give it to you and just keep walking away. Like, hey, kudos to you, guy on the corner of the street. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you, painter who put this mural up. Mm-hmm. Right? So overnight. Overnight, man. That's been happening, except for me and Ben. But yeah. <laughs> we're still waiting. But <laughs> uh, nah. and that's weird because you got to enjoy it and I got iOS. And it, then neither one. Yeah. I hope it's not in Massachusetts. I, I'm going to be pretty upset at that. I feel like there would be like, Typically, there's like a, a notification or disclaimer that says like, hey, you're in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. so you can't get the lightning based on state regulation. I like but the word I, typically used there, but I don't. that know leaves that. the option for just they're not giving a fuck or they don't know yet. Maybe their, um, what do you call it? Their compliance team doesn't know yet. Yeah. Right? Like maybe it's not big enough of a problem where people and I don't know. I hope I get it soon. Um, I, I'm definitely going to be hitting, you know, like Bitcoin Audible is probably my go-to over there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to loading up my Fountain app. I look forward to doing this and sending stats over. So, you know, I did use Strike for that. I did use a combination of month for that. There, there is ways around that. But if I could do it for my Cash app, that now starts to become my centralized app. That's the app that I go to now to do a lot of my uh, transacting. And we talked about title. We talked about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Get ready, y'all. Get ready, y'all, because it's about to be a fun ride. And at the speed they're doing this, February 8th, dropping this stuff. They talked about this a few weeks ago. They were already... Like LDK came out maybe November. I'm guessing Listen, all these timelines. I, I like, think, they're moving fast. I think this year we're going to see Bitcoin streaming direct to artists on Tidal exclusively. On most platforms. Yep. I think uh, it'll uh, be this year platforms. for sure, man. Next year at, at the longest. But that that, yeah. that that has to happen. The companies that have the less fossil connections will jump on faster. So yeah. like, I don't know. I'm just going to throw names. Spotify. If you, the more ingrained you are in like the old legacy connections and deals and stuff like that. You're fucked because you're going to have to honor those contracts and you're going to have to like kind of like weasel your way out of these deals to now rebrand and do something new. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't in like Tidal, because the title's kind of been like the ugly stepchild of music streaming, mm-hmm. if you weren't in to begin with and now you have the powers of Jay-Z and the powers of Jack and the powers of all those, you know, all these artists that are shareholders and stuff to be able to like now show the culture. We've talked about this before to be able to show the culture how to stream value for value. Adoption is about to go insane. Yeah. Have you used the app title? What? Uh, a long time ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. How, how I, I'm a Spotify it? user. Okay. Uh, now I, I was going to say, how was it like UI and all? Uh, it's really good. They're, at the time, I don't know if they've changed it or stuff. Two things that I really like about Title, um, and I hope they still do them to this day. You can find artist credits. Fire. Yeah. They were big on that. I remember we talked about that. <sighs> like, yeah. Who what? produced that? Who wrote that? Who's on it? Why is this not just standard? Like, yeah. I want to know this stuff. Maybe a lot of people don't. Yeah. I do sometimes. Anyways, yeah. that. Um, they were the very first ones. I know a lot of people to the hi-fi sound. Yeah. I'm not an audiophile, yep. so maybe I didn't notice. Yeah, you just get more frequency. It's like playing an MP4 versus playing a WAV file. Sure, but usually I'm on some earbuds, and if you got crappy earbuds, oh, yeah, you're not gonna hear then much what the fuck's the point of that? So, like, I did there a few. They had a few. Uh, I think Kanye dropped the joint that was exclusive to them. Uh, Pablo, mm-hmm. I believe, was exclusive to them for a bit. Uh, so I did their free tier, stayed for like six months. Since then, I actually banned Spotify for a very long time. Uh, and then recently, uh, my teenage kids, so my older kids or whatever, started to care more about music streaming. Mm-hmm. So I got a family plan. Yeah. Uh, I was over there because of Joe anyways and right. a few other podcasts, Joe Rogan. Um, so I was like, what the hell? There but uh, I actually remember having uh, with a few coworkers last year while I was out there in Austin, uh, having this like, I'm not doing Spotify. Mm. <laughs> so they got me. Well, the kids got me. Yeah. Um, I still do more podcasting, which is free, than music. So mm-hmm. I'm not getting my money's worth. 
but the kids definitely are, and that's what's important in this situation. Um, maybe I jump back to title. Yeah, I might even give it a spin. I'm using yeah. Amazon right now. It's, yeah, I'm, this is I'm, the real question here. Yeah, are you going to charge me fifteen dollars a month if I'm giving artists direct money? Yeah. Why? I don't want to give you anything. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Well, or what if they said to if take you, away the ads and what, stuff? Imagine if they did like if lame. you transact more than fifteen a month direct to artists, like your title is free. How do they build a business off of uh, that though? Yeah, that's yeah. I just nah, I, I think that's they, gonna be a good question. Yeah, they'll 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 still be a fee, but I, nah, I, I think, think there'll be, be two tiers. Yeah, non lightning or non featureless or whatever. Fifteen bucks, you get the old school whatever. Is it more f- cheaper for the lightning. Uh, free. I think right. it's a free tier that has advertisement, but also allows you to stream value for value. Okay, and then if you want no ads, like ten bucks. I don't know. Maybe yeah. this is the problem they're having. Maybe yeah. this is why it hasn't rolled out because I think you can't just rug pull people and expect them to go from spending fifteen bucks an hour. I mean, 15 bucks a month to now giving 15 bucks a month plus the money to the artist. Yeah. So you have to like, if you're full incentivizing the artist, you have to like take the hit as a business and say, all right, Mm -hmm. well, we can't do this. Uh, We want the money to go to you. And then maybe in the back, have a kickback from the artist. Yeah. We'll at least get 5% from you. Something. Uh, It got to be something. But then, I don't know, that leaves the room for charlatans and shitty contracts. Uh, Maybe that's what they're stuck with. But I agree with you. I don't think it's far... Um, and just like Bitcoiners do And I'm just saying Jack is moving fast bro Well I was about to say Just like Bitcoiners and plebs do They light the fire Under these big companies asses And if you're not gonna do it Well Imperius Browser Is gonna do it And bro. other people are gonna do it So And you might as well Just hire these people Or buy them out mm-hmm. uh, Because it's in your best interest To do so But yeah The connections are there We talk about it I can't wait Hopefully I can do this From my cash app And if I can't Well there's a gazillion Other apps uh, I call it Mun It's Moon Whatever the hell it is. Um, th- there's a strike. There's a lot of different ones out there. Chibo, if you're in El Salvador and all that. I don't think Lightning is a secret. No. Uh, but you need that plug to connect it to the the masses, to the culture. And I think that's where Jack comes in. Absolutely. And I think that's where, like, he doesn't have to try. He already has the connections. They already have the image. They already onboarded, uh, I'm going to say billions of businesses, maybe millions. Um, so what is it to just say, hey, now your terminal not only does that, now you have this QR code that you can mess with. Oh, you don't know what the QR code is. Well, fantastic. Let me, let me show you. Here's this little nice little fancy pop-up that's going to show you exactly what you're going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and then, et cetera, the dominoes start happening. Uh, but innovation sparks. And that's where it's really cool. Um, we could transition from all the exciting shit that's happening to Bitfinex. Yeah. The Fed said they got a wallet and some hackers. It was like four, $3.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. I guess they arrested the two people and... Uh, I uh, allegedly they found the keys somewhere online, huh? Like, yeah. like you're smart enough to steal three billion, eventually three billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Maybe it's like a hundred thousand Bitcoin. I don't know. Yeah, but you're smart enough to do that, but you're dumb enough to keep your private keys somewhere where someone else can take them from you, and to keep that entire pot in one wallet. Yeah, like come on, fam. Like you is you dumb? Like why I, is like, this news? I don't believe it. Yeah, you I know? don't. I think this is fud. If you like know. if if they said hey we we we've apprehended the the suspect and we waterboarded them and they you know confessed to where their keys were like give me something like that before you say they were that dumb that they left their keys online because I'm not buying it. Well, it tells me two things: it's either they were that dumb, yeah, and they left their key and they deserve to get bought if that's the sense. Uh, but the other end of it is fud. It's just like Absolutely. come on, like well placed fud. I don't think it's a coincidence that we're now and, and I don't know how news do, how true those stories are as mm-hmm. well. But like, I don't think it's coincidence that you're hearing about other world leaders talking about Bitcoin and mm-hmm. starting to incentivize Bitcoin. And here we go with the federal government now giving this FUD instead of just saying, damn it, 
we're on board with y'all. Like this mm. is the stubbornness of that big old dinosaur fossil legacy system is that like, you know it's good for you, but you refuse to take the chowder. Like just eat the chowder because we're gonna save you from yourself, if that makes any sense. Um, but they don't get it and they do this stuff. And uh, <laughs> hopefully that means that all this repossessed Bitcoin is what they're hodling, right? Yeah. Uh, on the bright side of things. I don't even think they have it in, in custody, man. I don't either. Like, cool. I, like, show me that transaction. But if you really do, like... Yeah, there's ways to show us. Yeah. Right. But, like, if you do, just hodl it, at least. Mm-hmm. And protect yourself from, mm-hmm. obviously, these other countries being much smarter and much more hip. Let's just use the old fossil term here. Mm-hmm. Much more hip to what's going on than what you are. Listen, the United States defense budget is, like, a trillion dollars. If they probably took, if, if they took, it probably more than that. If they took half of that and just dedicated it to Bitcoin mining and or buying Bitcoin, like, yeah, you immediately put yourself ahead of every other country. They had a big spaces group. Now that we're on that topic, I, yeah. I, I didn't really pay much attention because I was like in and out. It was like around the phone, but it was supposed to be about like universal basic income and mm-hmm. and how that works on the Bitcoin standard. It doesn't. Um, is what I saw. They were like, it doesn't work because there's no proof of work. Like yeah. UBI is like proof of stake. Yeah, no, no, but there was good compelling arguments on the other side. I agree with you. I think you should just get your Bitcoin as you do. But like they were talking about as Bitcoin being the monetary layer for that. So you're not handing Bitcoin out to people. Okay. You're just using that as the foundational layer to maybe hand more USDCs or uh, um, uh, fiat tokens. Is the shout out to Safety on that? That's a perfect term. Fiat to, tokens. To, so um, you know maybe to like give universal income. You know because we know that Bitcoin is a set monetary value and it starts to deflate. Uh, you know go down over time. So like maybe it's like this system of like you get these fiat tokens based off this monetary structure. Once again, I was in and out. Good mm-hmm. arguments on both sides. It kind of seems like the real hodler plebs were basically saying that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but if you, for a second at least, uh, at least what I tried to do is take yourself away from being a personal hodler and personal sovereign to like how can Bitcoin fix bigger issues? Um, with my very limited scope in that arena, I was able to kind of rationalize this and be like, okay, well, maybe we're not handing out Bitcoin direct, but how can we peg this fiat token uh, to Bitcoin in the sense that it's actually valuable? So instead of them getting $1,200, like they just did a gazillion times in the mm-hmm. last few years, maybe you know people are getting less you know, over time in that sense to incentivize them to fly little birdie, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, instead of this like other thing, which fiat does, which is up, which is like, you get 1,200, next year you get 24, next year get, Okay, well, now you're just incentivizing people to do jack shit because it's going up. But if I have this standard where it kind of gets lower over time and then you're on your own, like that type of thing. And we know this from the very beginning and we have set rules on this. Can't be inflated. Politicians can't fuck with it. Then I can see a point where you, you know, a lot of these people that are just really talented, really good and just having a hard time to be able to give them something that's valuable and not have it melt. Like have it actually do something, um, whether it's Bitcoin Direct or Fiat Token that's derived off of Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera. But I listened to the conversation loosely, but Jack was there. I mean, it was, it was a big turnout. Um, I don't know enough about it to say if it works or not. But I do like every now and then, especially since I talk Bitcoin literally all day, um, I, I, I do like every now and then taking myself away from hodler mode and thinking about like, all right, well, what if I have to like use my Bitcoin to do something or contribute to something bigger in that sense? Um, this is a world problem, uh, an economic problem. Um, maybe a U.S. specific problem. I don't know if this is happening in other countries, but mm-hmm. obviously universal basic income doesn't work in the fiat network, in the fiat system. Does it work on a Bitcoin standard? Can it? I don't know. 
smarter people than me take yeah. care of those things. But I thought it was fascinating. That's just me. Uh, Bitfinex, screw that. Um, you want to talk about the permissionless money, the Canada truck drivers? We had that yeah, a little bit later. I mean, we, 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 we talked about it a so little bit. I mean, update the, the people on that. Yeah, the, the deal was there's political things going on in Canada and uh, truckers came together and people donated to a fund and the third party, GoFundMe. This isn't something new, by the way. They've been doing this, but this is just a really large amount. They raised like $9 million and they said, you know what? We're not going to give this $9 million to the truckers. We're actually going to give it to these charities and they're not even going to give it back to the senders. And yeah. then there was a lot of kickback online and then GoFundMe was like, all right, all right, all right. We're going we're gonna to give it back. Don't worry. But it's just like, bro, the entire, <laughs> not the entire point of Bitcoin, but it is permissionless money. There is yeah. no third party who's going to say, you know, I I approve of whatever you're trying to transact. Like there's going to be bad actors on the Bitcoin network who are, you know, doing drug deals and black market deals who are transacting in Bitcoin. And there are going to be good dudes who are doing, you know, good deeds with this. Yeah. But like the one of the major selling points is this is permissionless money. You cannot stop me from giving Jose whatever I want to give him. Or yeah. if an entire country wants to give Jose, you know, ima like imagine if everyone just donated to Ross's, Ross Albright's legal fund and yeah. they were like, you know what, we're really going to try and free Ross. Like the state wouldn't be able to stop that. And if it became like a hundred million dollars, yeah, like would he have a, a retrial? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I do on that. That's, that's a big scope. But uh, only if you can, if you, if you get in front of Jose though, yeah. that's the problem. Or, or even like with Edward Snowden, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, imagine everyone wanted to contribute to him. The U.S. would obviously try to stop that if they could. Yeah. Um, or, you know, find his, his location to, you know, snatch him up or something. But I'm sure they've tried. <laughs> I'm sure they've attempted. But, yeah, no. So, like, just seeing that, I mean, I watched that whole thing unravel. And, and you know, a lot of people are tweeting, like, this is the, the, the case point for Bitcoin. Like, it's permissionless. You can't do this with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just right. a use case, man. I think the only danger, and I'm just going to be devil's advocate. Yeah. I know, y'all. I know. It's a good cause. Whatever. You're talking about the Bitcoin fund? Uh, I'm talk Yeah, the truck yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, in yeah. general. I yeah. guess we don't have to focus on them specifically. Yeah. Just in general. Um, if you can, you know, just as we talked about earlier in the episode, you know, uh, unforgivable. Like, if you can get in front of these causes, you can steal a lot of oh, money absolutely. as well. Imagine me and like Al Sharpton with the Bitcoin. You I, know mean, what I mean, who, who, <laughs> who's controlling? Who's giving these truckers this money, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And how has that person been verified, man? Right. And maybe smarter people have done this verification because I saw people dropping like a whole coin, two coins. Like, I got it. Like, yeah. So, like, if you're blindly dropping two coins, you must be a massive whale. Yeah. And if not, then you did your investigation and you, you understand that these people are legit or you, you know, you understand yeah. them or whatever. The, That's all I want to know. Yeah. The questions online I saw were like, oh, who's holding the key? Where's the transparency on the whole thing? Which so, is, like, it could be bad too. It could be all friendly and love. And I agree, yeah. not having a metal man like go, you know, go fund me, uh, try to piece it out or just try to have control over it is great. But if somebody gets ahead in the charlatan shit and provides a QR code for something that's really important, they could just walk away with all this Bitcoin. <laughs> would, would a multi-sig work with something like that? Yeah. I mean, multi-sig is great for just spreading out agreements. So if you can make an agreement, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's smart. Um, would, would I mean, do you think there'd be a a, a Bitcoin kind of GoFundMe, like synced with multi-sig? Once again, anytime yeah. an agreement needs to be made yeah, where that's, Bitcoin that's needs to is. be held or exchanged, yeah. why not have that extra layer that'd of be, information? That'd be fire. Yeah. Yeah. So like we're going into these areas. But remember... Uh, maybe Taproot changes this when it starts to evolve and become, you know, multi-sig transactions are not light. Multi-sig, you know, you can't really... It's not lightning. I don't think you can even... Yeah, I, I don't think you can do lightning on multi-sig, right? It's one of those things. So, um, 
Yeah, it, 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 multi-state still has a long way to go. But yes, for long-term agreements, like yeah. we talked about it briefly, Mortgage. real estate, right? Like things like that. Like maybe even car notes and things like that. There's a use case for all that. I still think there's a flaw in the medical system one, meaning that like eventually you may have to switch a doctor or may, you know, like that. Where, But like, I still think there's exploration for inside of the medical field and opening up medical records with a two of three. We've talked about stuff like this. I just mm-hmm. didn't think about solving the whole problem obviously mm-hmm. uh but yeah we're about to see a world that's going to be completely different especially I mean, if good well w- w- in, in the conversation with the thing earlier with the the cold card in my pocket people always forget that they think that this is just a bitcoin signature device you can sign messages through cryptography through bitcoin like you can embed messages meaning that like what happens when you sit down with your lawyers for this contract for this new house for this mortgage and instead of pulling out a pad and a pen you tap your hardware device to private key signed this contract mm-hmm. and then they pull theirs out private key signed that contract and then the lawyer comes in and puts his as a third that's a multi-sig and we're tapping to make that happen it's fire and that's there's no money involved there there's an agreement involved there though mm-hmm. and we're all signing the same message and on the blockchain you can actually see messages miners uh, uh mining pools do this all the time regular people can do this all the time it's an op message uh, I don't know the exact name of it, but it's, I believe it's an OP message. A script, and you can pretty much put anything in there. That's how Satoshi put the mm-hmm. information on the Genesis block. So, like, once again, if the agreement that Ben has to pay for this mortgage for the next 30 years, blah, 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 is written into the script, Ben sees this in writing or on a tablet or wherever he can verify it, and all he has to do now is agree with the two other parties with his private key to say, let's do it. This could be a record contract. This could be an NFL contract. This can be just to deal for this podcast. This could be anything. That's what I was thinking when he was talking about like, yeah, you can walk around and just tap stuff. Like Bitcoin is fun, but maybe there's a whole another arena where just the security of Bitcoin and being able to sign messages as a whole industry in itself. And it has nothing crazy. to do with spending it though. Yeah. It's crazy what's I'm about to go you. down, man. I'm with you. Even um, on the, you know, impervious browser and like even on Twitter, like Sailor's been saying like the spam bots are absolutely crazy to get an orange check right on Twitter instead of the blue check you should be able to you know put money at a wallet address <laughs> or something and then like that will kind of weed out the spam bots but uh yeah it, it'll be used to verify you know online identity in the future yeah that's a lot of bias you know right like you'll be able to see like oh this is a bitcoin dude it's orange yeah. um Unless they drop like a like I know they got that Bitcoin blue or whatever. Unless yeah. maybe they drop like a carousel where you could change it to whatever color, and right. then people could set it to orange, and yeah. then it won't matter. Or, or just in general, like on Reddit, you have to have enough, um, like you have to participate enough in Reddit to post in certain groups. Yeah. So like if they did that in um, in Twitter, it it helped to like verify things, but. Well, down 42% in stock. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Twitter's innovating, and I got yeah. a pop up. Uh, I think about like they a week NF- ago. NFTs. Did you see that pop up? No, what did it say? And no, I didn't read it, but like I went into one of the settings. Maybe I was, I don't know what I was looking for. And it like it popped up and it looked like a, like a Picasso or something. It was just mm. nuts. Uh, and I was like, what? And then yeah. I think they were just trying to tell me like, you can now purchase. Buy NFTs. I think they were giving you one for free. Oh, like, of course. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, well, skip. Like what, yeah. what is it that I want to do here? Like right. I want to get to what I was actually trying to get to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Twitter. Um, Jack either saw it or. He had to be dealing with it. The, the, the day he went, bro, or the day after, it was like, collapse, yeah. it was like Ethereum, Ethereum now available. So it was a matter of like, how soon is he going to get kicked out? Very strange. Um, yeah. How so. long was he holding it for is what I want to know. Like, were they planning on it to kick him out and like implement it? And he knew that? 
Or was it like he just kept denying these ideas? Like, nope, yeah. nope, nope. And they just got tired of it. Like, fam, you can't deny everything. You're going to have to yeah. accept. Uh, that's an interesting. Maybe there'll be a documentary one day on Jack and the whole Twitter thing. That'd be cool. <laughs> that is if he doesn't do some stupid shit and fuck himself over. Yeah. Um, we got about 10 minutes left to our usual time. Um, I want to talk about talking to business August. Yeah. Uh, and I want to talk about this prophecy that we keep hinting on. Yeah. For the listeners, we appreciate y'all, of course. Uh, if you're a new listener, first time listener, last time listener, we appreciate you just the same. Uh, that means you took an ounce of your time to even spend it with us. And I think that's just magical in itself. This is why I love podcasting. This is why I think this is powerful, because we can connect through speaking like we should be, not through text, not through memes, which is also really cool. But like we have this like connection. You, the listener, listen to us and you either think we're full of shit, you react or you think you're uh, or, or you're on board with us. And that's also a reaction. And I respect it either way. So last August, I think this show just took an up upturn. Right. We started mm-hmm. getting more listeners. Our quality just stepped it up a ton. Thanks to you. Um, we, we're definitely doing you know bigger things in that direction and we started talking to ourselves internally back even in August which is like we're going to be better we're going to be better we're going to be better meanwhile though like we would tune into our favorite shows and, and to our stuff and be like well why don't they have to be better like you know what I've come to find out is they've just been in the game for a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> that's easy like if you've been around since like 2017 obviously this is your time this is your due and it's well deserved but I was always wondering, like, me as a podcast connoisseur, because not only do I do podcasting, but I listen to podcasting for a very long time, um, I always want better. Like, I want my favorite podcasters to step it up and do better. So we will always say that better, better. And slowly but surely, mm-hmm. new lighting, new music, 4K since very early on, right? Um, better audio, better sound, better experience. Um, and we continue to push that. And then back in, I don't know, December or January, I posted, well, we're either going to make the Bitcoin podcast in space better or we're going to be the very best. I'm not going to call out nobody here, but it kind of seems like we were ahead of the ball again when it comes to quality, when it comes to content, um, and, and when it comes to entertainment. So I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen a lot of podcasters start to step up their game. But boy, does it look eerily familiar. Yeah, I mean, and, and like even like lighting-wise, they're not doing what we're doing. Yeah, you know and I, mean? I told you this before the show, yeah. we don't have an ownership on shit. Right. We understand give and go. We understand getting inspiration from other creators. Nor am I saying that I'm the source of inspiration. What I'm saying is, is that, and this is what I want to harp on, we have a really good trend of being way ahead of shit. Whether it's information, whether it's the industry, whether it's the look, whether it's what we talk about. We seem to have this way ahead. Of, and I've noticed that theme now transcend into that prophecy that I, you know, I stated or that we've been talking about for quite some time. Kudos to your other podcasters. But this is a public service announcement. We don't stop. We on your ass. We don't do ads. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't care what your cloud is. You're going to have to continue to get better because if you think it's all about angle shots and lighting, it's, a, a, it's about a lot more than that. It's about entertainment. And if you guys for one second don't think that Jose doesn't lay at night in bed and pull out his cell phone, his notepad, and figure out what he's going to talk to y'all about, figure out what he's going to focus his, his 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 energy on in that episode, if y'all not doing that for y'all listeners, you better start doing that because it's going to start to show and we're going to start to pull away again. So once again, shout out to them. I hope the whole space gets better because guess what? What we listen to and watch gets better. It's mm-hmm. a win. It's a beautiful win across the board. But you can timestamp this. Go check out your favorite podcast 
six months ago in August and go check out our podcast six months ago in August. Check for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Don't trust. Verify. Verify. Right? So not only in topics, but in the theme of which way this is going. I hope to steal inspiration from y'all just like I hope you steal inspiration from us. But I pay attention. I mm-hmm. take this shit serious. Mm-hmm. I don't charge. I'm willing to go down. Everybody dejected. I'm willing to go down to the ground with this to be able to spread the word right of Satoshi and talk about it and be excited about Bitcoin and be able to like get more people onboarded to this. What are y'all willing to do? Are y'all willing mm-hmm. to go to that level? Are y'all willing to cut some sponsors? Are y'all willing to stop shilling the other bullshit? I don't want to speak for you, good sir. Yeah. We're going to go to the ground with yeah, this one. Yeah, no. I, we, we've talked about this, bro. We like, have. I'm not, I'm not in this for a paycheck. I'm not in it for a sponsorship. I'm not in it for- Thanks, by the way. Not, yeah, no. Jeez. This is-, this is it, I, get, I love how Oscar from Fountain App put it. He was like, people love listening to podcasters because they're learning, and it's like people are learning together. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah. just the experience to learn that, learn from you, hang with you. It's been great, bro. I agree. But yeah. people also hate when they're getting pissed on and called rain. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's what eventually happens. I mean, and I'm speaking because I'm an avid podcaster. Like yeah. I've had relationships with podcasters, and it sounds like weird to say the word relationship, but like you have these like long term because you listen to them week after week after week, and you see them traverse into arenas that are just like, you don't oh, to do that, man. Yeah. Like you needed the bag, you yeah. needed the bag, and unfortunately, the bag does dictate, you know, the direction that the show is going in certain directions. Um, this value for value hopefully fixes and saves a lot of these podcasters. Mm. But once again, my my thing is about us being ahead and the endurance, right? Yeah. Like how how are you willing to go to as far as the, the distance as we're willing to go to make Bitcoin podcasting? Because I don't want to say podcasting because that's very huge, right? Mm-hmm. Then you compete with Joe Rogan, yeah. yeah. But like the Bitcoin podcasting space, if you're not willing to step it up and actually give the listeners their time and in some situations their values worth, please get off the you know please get off the field so I can compete with the guys that are ready to compete. Mm. That's that's what I'm on. That's mm-hmm. what we're on here. And I just wanted to take a second to highlight that. I've been seeing the quality improve. I think it's kudos to the industry. Yeah. Hopefully it gets better. I agree with you. Yeah. And that's not calling anybody out, but that's where we're at there. 57 minutes we're in? Yes, sir, bro. All right, guys. Now is more easier than ever to support and and show love to the show. If you do have the cash app option um, and you didn't have the strike option, some people actually told me that they prefer not to get strike. Mm. I respect that. You Mm. have cash app now, though. Um, feel free to download Fountain or try to figure it out. One of you know, Breeze another way. Reach out to us; we can help you out. I think you can download the um, the Twitter yep. from Cash App. Yeah. So, so now you can go directly to the show. Yep. Correct. Right? Twitter profile. You can go directly to the Twitter profile. If you don't want to install any added services, you can use Cash App now to fund that um, Lightning transaction uh, and show love for the show by any means. But if not, we just respect your time. Check us out on all other platforms. Absolutely free. Check us out while you work. YouTube, check us out. Instagram. Yeah, no, check us. Yeah, Instagram. I'm not really on Instagram much. You've been yeah. holding down the Instagram. Check us out on Instagram. Um, check out the video on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, you can't do any value for value there, but go yeah. check us out on Bitcoin TV. Um, you also there. can't do value for value there. But to us, Bitcoin TV is a more important platform than YouTube is. Um, so check us out wherever you, you can. We appreciate your time. We appreciate the you know the value you give to us, and hopefully the value we get back to y'all. Episode fifty three in the books. Rap bro. All right, we appreciate y'all as always. We we'll talk to y'all next week. Later.
All opinions expressed by Jose and Ben or any of the guests on this show are solely their opinion and their opinion alone. Their opinions do not reflect the opinions of any other sponsors or other parties involved in the recording of this show. Do not treat any opinion expressed by Jose and Ben as a specific endorsement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Their expressions of their opinion on this show is purely for informational purposes.